When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you're dead. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 at the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thursday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. John Schmelk, Jonathan Casillas with you, and give us a call at 201-939-4513. We can chat, and Jonathan, has been a weird week in the NFL, but finally we got some good news today. DeMar Hamlin, neurologically intact, um, a week, you know, not you know totally responsive, but squeezing the hand of his family members, you know, obviously a long way to go. You don't want to, you know, cash checks before the money's in the account, but certainly pointing in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that's been on everybody's hearts and minds, you know, since Monday night when it happened. And I was downstairs, you know, with my daughter in the basement, dribbling the basketball a little bit, had the game on my phone, just got to pay attention to all the scores and what's going on. I look over, I see Diggs crying. I'm like, what's going on? You know, and then I see the huddle and the prayer, and I'm so confused. Like, what? Is, what is what just happened? And I looked up the video, and then I saw what they said about what happened about him getting CPR on the field. Man, and my daughter's like, Daddy, what's going on? But I broke down crying, trying to explain what I just saw and just read. Because, you know, I've I've not been in that situation, but I've, I've been on the field, you know, where you go down. And I feel for everybody's injuries, you know, yeah. when everybody gets hurt. And for somebody to go down with something like that, you know, he basically died on the field. They resuscitated him on the field. They brought him back to life. You know, and that, that hit me hard, man. And I've been praying for him, just like I'm sure everybody else has been praying for him. And I'm so glad they got a little bit of good news today that they're heading in the right direction. He's heading in the right direction. And, you know, I feel for the family. I feel for the, his teammates that witnessed what happened. You know, and I'm just glad it is going in the right direction, Schmo. You know, and, and before before we get on to, to, to less important things and more frivolous things, but more fun things, um, the more I've been thinking about it, Jonathan, it's just kind of – and you can attest to this. You see – five hits in a game that are more violent than that. Yep. That play yep. happens every game in the NFL multiple times, and I'm sure you've been involved in plays that were a lot more violent yeah. than that one. Absolutely. It's it, it's it's like a getting struck by lightning type of incident. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. no one's fault. No one did anything wrong. I don't think there's anything the league can do to prevent that. I think it's it's... You know, you're walking They're going to try those, though. No, but... The NFL is going to try to do something, maybe with the equipment, you know, with the shoulder pads yeah, or and something. Yeah, which is great if you can, but, you know, they have baseball players that wear chest protectors that get hit with a ball. It still yep. happens to yep. them. So I, I just don't know if... It, look, if you can make this, you know, completely preventable, great, go and do it. 
But to me, it just looks like a deal where it it, it was just, it, it, you know. Like you said, that, that, the lightning, a, you know, once in, a, yeah, once in a lifetime type event. You know, I've heard so many guys that's been around football longer than I have said they've never seen anything like that. Yeah. You know, I played football for 17 years. You know, I'm 35 years old. There were guys twice my age that played football or been around football for longer than I've been alive saying they've never seen anything like that before, you know. So this is something, this is unfamiliar territory. That's why there was so much questions that night yeah. about should the game go on and are they going to actually eventually play the game following, you know, uh, during the week and. You know, nobody really knew what to say or handle, you know, but I feel like the leadership for both teams, the Bengals and the Bills, did a tremendous job. Yeah. Both head coaches getting together, basically, and you know, they the ones that shut everything down. You know, I think it was the coaches and then also the captains of each team that shut everything down. And, you know, this is my thing, and, and, and I love when people say it's a player-driven league because it is. You know, people think that the owners and, and the coaches and the GMs, they're the ones that make stuff move, but it's really the players, you know, and, and we need to focus on the players and take care of the players. And look, I'm not here to, you know, jump on the whole, you know, fight for NFLPA and, and what they're speaking for, stuff like that. But I think healthcare for pro professionals like myself who retired five years ago, which my insurance is about to be up, we should have lifetime insurance. Because I don't know how DeMar Hamlin's gonna be five, six, seven years from now. You know, I don't know if he's ever going to play football ever again. Yeah, and that's all stuff that gets negotiated when they do the CBAs, yep. right? And, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, the way these things work is that the current players are worried about the current players. They don't get, they don't think about what it's going to be for yep. the former players or for themselves even 20 years down the road, right? I mean, that's just kind of how sure. it works. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and I think, you know, look, I'm not, I, I want to keep the focus on DeMar yeah, Hamlin. Course. But at the same time, I'm looking at DeMar Hamlin 10 years from now five, six, seven, eight years from now because he's not a vested player, too. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of things that go into it. Like, how does that even work? But And knock I mean, on wood, hopefully. That's a whole other three-hour conversation, way, Hopefully he has no long-term problems. Right, he's yeah, gonna hopefully, be fine. right. Yep, like, for sure. Yeah, I listened to some doctors on the air that said, look, there's a chance he could play football again. Like, I hope that, so. like, like, that's not out of the question here. So, again, we'll see. Who knows? Bigger issues to talk about there. More fun stuff to talk about now. Um, the Giants taking on the Eagles this week, Jonathan. We still don't know exactly what the Giants are going to do. Let me get – I've kind of – me and Howard talked about this on Tuesday, and I kind of took the position, you know, Brian Dable probably is a better feel for this team and the players than anybody like us from the outside looking in. So I'm not going to say this is what they – I think this is what they need to do or should do because I think the coach is the best feel for that. But from a player perspective, you're heading into this game – you know, Howard said, look, I would want to play. I want to go out. I want to beat the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I want to play in this game. I don't want to rest, et cetera. You're a player. How do you look at this particular situation? Giants have the sixth seed. They can't move. Yep. They can't impact their playoff position at all. This is a division rival. It's a team that whooped your butt all over the football field yep. about a month ago. How would you view this game? What would you want to do? As, as a player, I would want to play. You know, as a player, I want to play, especially a player that's been here for a while and has lost to the Eagles a lot. A lot, yes. You know, Daniel Jones has beaten the Eagles one time. Yeah, something, I something, like, that, something right? like that, right? Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely want to play, but you know, I'm not a player right now and, and I'm kind of sitting on the media side of it and I speak to more of the coaches than I speak to the players now. <laughs> and you know, I feel like since it has no, you know, implications on where you're at in the playoffs, you can, you know, do some damage to the Eagles and, and move them down. But like, you're also helping the Cowboys. I'm not sure you want to take Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think about that, too. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like if you beat them, it's like a lose-lose situation when you beat the Eagles, if they can beat the Eagles. But this is the thing, Schmelk, and I've been saying this all week. If the Giants play their starters against this Eagles team, which is an Eagles team that I feel like has gone down in the last few weeks, of course, because sure. they, didn't, they didn't have their quarterback. But then you got to also take in the fact, like, 
if he does come back and play, we're talking about Jalen Hurts. He has a right shoulder injury, his throwing arm. So no matter what's going on, he's not going to come back and sling that ball around like he was when he, you know, before he got hurt. And the heck would sling the ball? Is he going to run as and, much and as then he did run, before? And yeah. then run as well. So they got to protect him, you know. So the, look, I've been saying this all week, especially after the game. I'm like, don't be surprised if the Giants go down to Philly, drive down that I-95 down the turnpike, and go ahead and beat the Eagles. Well, I mean, the Eagles lost to the Saints last week. They're certainly not a very good team. Both of their last two losses, and the Eagles in Minnesota, because that's probably the team, maybe maybe Minnesota, Uh, possibly San Fran. There's a couple options. Do you think David Blau and the Cardinals are going to beat the 49ers this week? (sighs) Then it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Right. But (laughs) the Giants had an opportunity if they play their starters. Because if they don't play their starters, you can't really count this as a meaningful game, as a game that really matters. You know, like when I say matters, like, yeah, it, it matters. But, like, it doesn't really, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, and by the way, I, I think where I'm kind of falling on this, and, and look, I would have no problem with whatever they decide to do. I think there are good arguments for both. I don't think there is a universal right decision. I think it depends on the team and the circumstance. And the in year. hindsight, though, Schmelk, if somebody gets hurt in the game that you, you you know, like a Daniel Jones, like like again, knock on wood, anybody that you right. you play, a starter, somebody that maybe had some injury history or whatever it is, they play, and then they get hurt in that game, now everybody's going to be upset. And you beat me to my final destination because that's where, where I've landed here is I would, if, if this was me, I would not be able to live with myself yeah. if Daniel Jones gets rolled in the second quarter yep. of this game. Yep. Saquon, you know, has a high ankle sprain because he steps on somebody's foot yep. like he did last year. Or Andrew Thomas gets, you know, uh, some guy gets knocked into the back of his knee and he gets an MCL and he can't play next week. Yep. Like, I would not be able to sit there. Thank you for knocking on Wood Pearson. I appreciate it. I'll do it mm-hmm. too. Like, I would not be able to sit here and say, all right, this was worth it. You know, it's not like this is a situation where these guys are going to be resting for two or three straight weeks. They get out of rhythm. It's just one week. Yeah, You're just still one week. practicing. It's, it's not a, like these guys are out of the building. For the starters. And it's even less than a bye week. Because remember, the bye week, you're not here Thursday or Friday. Yeah. These guys are practicing Thursday or Friday yeah. this week. So yeah. it's even it's even less than a bye week. So I don't think it'll negatively impact your performance against the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs if, they got the, if you give the guys a week off. So... And I don't see much of a use, to be quite honest with you, in saying, you know, play a guy a quarter and then take him out. Like, yeah. is that, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. No, As a player, the, the does only that thing do is, something it, for you? It's, it's just numbers, Schmelk. When you talk about numbers, like people people know there's 53 men on the roster, but there's only 46, 45 uh-huh. active players well, remember, you during could, every game. Right, so would you then want to name some of those guys inactive so you can bring up more of those, those I, other guys. I, if I was a coach GM, I would probably do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because otherwise, then, you, you run if, out of players if, fast. People right, don't realize 100%. it. <laughs> like, if, like, I remember one one game, I think, uh, I was it, two games. It was in one in New Orleans and one here in New York. We had, like, four active linebackers to start the game with. Yeah. Two goes down. Oh, no. All of a sudden, You're a nickel. me, I'm a starter. I got to go on special teams. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I know I started my career on special teams, but I'm not trying to play while I'm starting the game. Like, you know, but that's where it gets a little tricky at. So I do think you bring up some guys and maybe some guys yeah. on the bubble that you were considering playing throughout the year who you didn't play or maybe got limited time. Now you put them in. And then if an injury does happen, let's say injury happens this week, let's say injury happens next week because this football is what happens. Now you got a guy who's 
proven himself or at least got a little bit of experience that you're not just throwing him in the fire. Do you think that it does help a starter to play like a quarter and then come out? Does that keep some sort of rhythm or do you think that's pointless and doesn't make any sense? Look, if I was playing and it was this and I was in a situation and I was a linebacker for this 2022-2023 New York Giant football team, for me especially me specifically, I'll probably be banged up right now and like and I'm like look, and if he Jonathan, everyone's if, banged up yeah, right now. Yeah. 100%. If if you play me, I'm going to give you my all. You know, and if I got to play for four, you know, four quarters, one quarter, two drives, two series, 20 plays, you know, it's always a mix of how they do it, like a fourth preseason game or a third preseason game, how they do the starters, something like that. I, it, for me, it's cool. But, like, I will go into it like, man, I hope they choose me to rest so I can rest and be ready for Minnesota or wherever they so, play first round. W- would it help you maintain some sort of rhythm if you played – two series in this game as no, opposed to not playing it. No, okay. no. That was what I was trying no. to ask you. So I agree. Look, if you're going to rest guys, just rest them. Yeah. Like, you want to play Dexter Lawrence two series? Why? Right. You know, how is that helping you? Yeah. I don't get that. So, to, and I think if, if I think if I was to make this final decision, that's where I would land because I just wouldn't be able to live with myself with all of my star players right. that I need against the Vikings gets hurt in this game. I don't yeah. know. I honestly have no idea what Brian Abel is going to do. I wouldn't be surprised by anything. I would understand whatever, you know, method he decides to take. But we'll have to wait and see. Remember, he's in the, he's in the Bill Belichick coaching yeah. tree. So he's as, not telling nobody nothing. He's I, not going to give us nothing until game day. As as you can speak to, my friend, mm-hmm. those guys don't like to let things out of the closet no. early in the week when when you know. No. And, and, and Dayball does a tremendous job and just giving people a little bit. But then he always has his little, you know, punch lines and oh we'll see at practice. Oh we got to talk about this and he just deflects a lot. And which, the best part, it's always we'll decide Friday night. As yeah, you know why he decides yeah. Friday night. He doesn't have to talk to the media again to tell everybody what they decided. <laughs> it's pretty convenient that that's it when is. they make that decision. But <laughs> he, he's, he's. I think he might be even a little bit better than Bill Belichick. We're talking about because you know Bill doesn't give nobody nothing, and Dayball's kind of the same way. But, but Bill's a little bit of a prick about it, and Dayball's nice about it. So they're just like, get that okay, out of here, uh, All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, they, so everybody's like, the media's like, okay, cool. Let's move on to the next question. So they be like, hold on, bro. Like, let me ask you it again in a different way. Yeah, like D- Dayball says it with a smile and a yeah. laugh and like a little bit of a joke, and then like people are like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I guess we'll move on. You didn't answer my question, but I guess I'm not gonna ask you no more. That's it. You know. All right, let's talk about the game itself before we get yep. to your calls. I see we got a full bank of calls, and I feel comfortable now. We can kind of focus on the game here and you mentioned it before the Eagles are going in the wrong direction we just did an interview with Sal Palantonio from ESPN he, he does a lot of Eagle stuff that's going to go up on the Giants little podcast this afternoon at some point make sure you check it out and he guys look they just don't have their mojo right now yeah you know last week Gardner Minshew played he held the ball too long they didn't run the ball as much as they probably should have against the Saints defense that struggles against the run two weeks ago their defense gives up a 40 burger to the Cowboys yep. uh, a lot of points they have a lot of injuries on defense, man. Like, Josh Sweat, not going to play in this game. Avante yep. Maddox is their nickel. He's not going to play in this game. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's still not healthy. He's not going to play in this game. So they have some injuries. Still a very talented team, but Absolutely. they've lost two straight. So uh, you go back to the last game, they ran the ball over the Giants, 250 rushing yards in that game. But does that now become less effective? Is Jalen Hurts is in part of that? Maybe there's not as much read option. It makes things a little bit more difficult. Lane Johnson's not going to play in this game. One of the best tackles in all of football. So a little bit of a different Eagles team. Still very good. But, you know, can the Giants keep them down early? So the Eagles keep thinking, oh, man, again, this is going to be another tough yeah. week. We've lost two in a row. Don't let the Eagles, like, score the first 10 or 14 points in this game because then they might start rolling again. 
You want to make sure you try to get a fast start to this game, at least in my opinion. Yeah, you want to keep them discouraged, you know. Like, at the end of the day, you know, you're we're all human beings, you know, so you have emotions, you have feelings, and they have feelings about what happened to them the last couple weeks. Except you know. for Lance. He doesn't have any emotions. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and for me, like, look, I was in a similar situation back in 2009. In New Orleans, we went 13-0, and we lost the last three games of the season. Did you really? Mm-hmm. We went 13-3 and at that year, and nobody, everybody wrote us off. You know, and I, I see this a little bit different because we didn't really have significant injuries, especially at that quarterback position. Drew Brees was healthy the whole year. But, you know, it did, we played some tough teams at the end, and, they, and they, you know, they kicked up on us a little bit. I see this a little bit differently. They have a guy in Jalen Hurts who was an MVP candidate who has a bad throwing shoulder. You know, I think that's a different situation. They, you know, we don't know how he's going to be come this Sunday, and they don't know if anything's going to happen to him in the game because the Eagles, they have to play this game. And shoulders are tricky, man. Like, you can 100%. come back, you know, you land on it the wrong way. Yep. And, and that for you know, that's what happened to him from the beginning. He talk, landed on the exactly. wrong way. Talk about baseball pitchers. Like, shoulders yep. are, are debilitating. And he's a big, strong man mm -hmm. with big, powerful legs. But when you land on the shoulders with the minimal shoulder pads that quarterbacks wear with – 300 pounds on your back, stuff can happen. And the thing is, that happens a lot more than people think, you know? And, and it's just a wrong angle sometimes, you know? And, and that can happen in any play. And then the collisions that are caused by, you know, you hitting somebody, um, you running the ball, and he is a running quarterback. He's not just sitting in the pocket. He's like Daniel Jones. Him and Daniel Jones are very similar into the aspect of if stuff breaks down, they will create because they can create. So the whole game plan for the Eagles offense has to change which is, I think, advantageous for the Giants. I think they're going to sit back and do things they haven't done all year, and that's going to be a new thing for them. And even if the Giants don't play all their starters, I think this is a, a not this is not the same Eagles team that the Giants faced. How long ago was that? Like a month ago? That was December 11th, I believe. <clears throat> so yes. a little, a little, it'll be yeah, a little a more than a month ago, right? Mm -hmm. you know, it's a totally different team. And and where both of them sat at after that win, the the uh, the loss, the the, the Eagles loss, mm -hmm. a big loss by the Giants. You look at both teams and you're like, okay, Eagles, they got that number one spot secured. The Giants are fighting for their playoff lives a month ago. Now the Giants are actually sitting pretty, holding down a number six seed. Every they don't have to play starters this week. Now the the Eagles are fighting for that number one spot. And if they lose to the Giants, they lose the number one spot. They lose a division. And if uh, and if what else has no, to that's right. You got it right. If the 49ers lose, then the Cowboys get the division, and we don't want that to happen. Well, Matter of fact, they get the number one seed and the high and all that. They get the number one seed. So like, this is a real bad spot to be in. I feel like for the Eagles, like the Giants are in a way better position in terms of playoff seating, because the Giants can't do nothing about their seating. They can't make it worse or they can't make it better. The Eagles can, and the only thing up for them is down. The only thing up for them is down. They got they got, they have the number one seed. Yeah. And depending on what happens this weekend, they can lose that seed. I know. That's amazing. That will be not good for them. To not host a, a home game. Yeah, especially you want to get uh, hurts another week of rest, too, yes. with the shoulder, all that With the stuff. bye week, you know. So, look, they're they're fighting for their playoff lives, which is crazy because they're the number one seed. But a month ago, it was the Giants fighting for their playoff lives and the Eagles sitting pretty at the number one seed. Yeah, this, is my, this, this might sound a little over the top. If the Eagles lose to the Giants this week, they're not winning a Super Bowl. I don't think that's over the top. 
No, I don't I mean, think that's I, I, top just, at all. I just I think it'll be too hard for them. I yeah. just think it'll be very, and, very difficult. You, and you know what it is too, because you're you're going in with uh you know uh, the backups basically. If, the if, the if, Giants if, backup and team. And if the Eagles do win this week, by the way, they have a real legitimate chance of winning a Super Bowl, yep. in my opinion. Especially when they get Jalen Hurts back healthy. Home field advantage, home field blah, advantage. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, yep, yep. People gotta go into Philly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be cold. You know, I don't know, because it was like sixty degrees yesterday up up this way. It's so weird the weather here. Yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> it's supposed to be colder on Sunday again. I think it's supposed to be in the in the thirties. Yeah, but look, I'm I'm very happy about where the Giants are at. I feel like the Giants have improved week to week, and there's been a lull in the middle of the season. I guess that was like climaxed by that trudging of the the Eagles that the the, the Giants got smacked by the Eagles, and 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 look, I think they've improved since then. Yeah, they beat Washington. They played Minnesota, Minnesota a virtual tough. tie until yep. that game winning field goal. And then we got the blowout that we all wanted. And then they finally got the blowout. Yeah. We got the blowout that we all wanted. People have been saying yeah. we want to, we want the Giants to put together a full game, a complimentary football game, offense, defense, special teams. They finally did it on the last meaningful game to punch in their ticket. And it's been since 2016. Schmelke, I've been retired five years. Five years, Schmelke. It's been six years since the guys made the playoffs, the Giants. Now they're back in it. Got to be happy about that. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, let's get to the calls. 201-939-4513. A bunch of other stuff you can talk about the game, but I want to make sure we get to your calls right here. Don't forget, go download the Giants streaming app, Giants TV. It brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to big blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. All right, let's get to the phones. We'll take the calls in the order in which they were received and begin with Aiden in New Jersey. Aiden, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Good. What's going on? Uh, uh, so, yeah, I heard what I heard what you mentioned earlier uh, before about um, what what's his uh, face, Brian Dable, about that you said we'll wait uh, till Friday about uh, the starters. I listened to like all the uh, interviews as well. I was wondering what why do you guys think he's uh, he's waiting on Friday to make that decision? Regardless of that, there's no implications in this game. I think Aiden Busy probably wants his players to all be locked in during the week of practice. If you tell a player, and Jonathan, you could, you could interrupt me if, if you think I'm off base here. If you tell a player on a Tuesday that you're not playing this week, that yeah. player probably loses some focus in meetings yeah. during the week. Yeah, for sure. So and he wants everyone locked in and ready to go. And then on, you know, when they do their walkthrough on Saturday, be like, all right, 
You can right. relax. You can relax. Yeah. You can relax. Yeah. You can relax. You can relax. And then they got a good work a weekend, a good week of work in, yep. pardon mm-hmm. me, yep. not a work of week. <laughs> and, you know, that'll help keep them better prepared for the first week in the playoffs against the Vikings. At least that's my kind of thought on why. And, frankly, just doesn't want to give the Eagles a competitive advantage either because it's the right. Eagles. Right, right. And, and he, he made his decision. You know, he knows what he's going to do. Yeah. Dayball made that decision probably 24 hours after the game on Sunday. And he was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, he walked in Tuesday morning. He knew exactly what he was yeah, going to do. Yeah, for sure. There's no question about it. But, you know, like, look, he's a great coach. Dayball's a great coach. And the one thing about being a great coach, like being a great parent, you don't tell your kids everything. You tell them what they need to hear. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> you tell them what they need to hear. You know, you try not to lie to them. You know, you try to be honest to them, you know, with them most of the time. But you might just omit some things that aren't necessary to say. <laughs> exactly. But that's what a good parent Sorry, does. Kids, that's what a good true. coach does. <laughs> that's what a good coach does, you know. And you don't tell them everything because some things they don't need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, you want them to be playing and or behaving in their best way. Like, they have a big game coming up this weekend. Need like to everybody. know. everybody. Need right. to know is a very important phrase. Yes. Right. And, like I said, Dayball's a great coach. He's a smart, tough guy that has the grip and the like the full focus of his entire team. They love him. They 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 truly love him. They play for him. So they will go by anything that he says. You know, so he's gonna tell them that look, we're gonna play everybody this weekend. We don't know who's gonna be down. So you better come to practice every day yep. because your practice matters. And he says this every single week. We'll see what happens at practice. Practice for him matters. So if you're not practicing or if you're not practicing well, he's not going to play you on the weekend. So he has to tell guys that they're going to be playing. Or he has to tell guys that he don't know who's going to be up and down. So you got to practice this week like you're going to play against a number one team in the league. Yeah, that's what I really like about Brian Dable. And, of course, uh, we, we haven't had a great coach like this in quite some time. Yep. Yeah, anything else from me, Aiden? I'm, that's good. Also, Johnson, I would like to say, yeah, I saw you at training camp, and I said you're the man, and you took a photo with me, so thanks, and it's great to catch up with you. Much love, Aiden. Thank you, Aiden. Appreciate, Appreciate you, the call, man. You know, I think JC loves taking the photos. Yeah. All about it. Yeah, man. I love it. I got a nice smile, so I've been told. You know, my mom <laughs> My mom thinks I'm handsome, you know, so. <laughs> but I like interacting with the fans. I, I love, look, Schmelke. If it wasn't for the fans, this thing wouldn't be able to happen. That's correct. You know, so for me, like, especially like kids, you know, like I'm always going to make extra time for kids. I'll sign all the autographs. Look, I'm not a big name guy. But when people see me and they know me, oh, hey, I'm honored to some people to, to know me. And, the fact and have that my you can make on. somebody else's day better by doing something small like that. Why not? Yeah, and it don't take that long. You know, every now and again, it's a little different where, look, I got to go, I'm going to be late. You know, that's a different story, you know what I mean? But for me, it's like, if I got time, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to take some pictures, we can smile, we can do a video on TikTok. Maybe I'm setting myself up. Yeah, yeah, I, I would not try to go too right, far relax, down that path. Relax, Speaking relax. of videos and TikTok, <laughs> did, did you see what I finally posted up on Twitter this week? No, I didn't. Mm-mm. You did not? I did not. All right, well, this is the second time I've brought this up this week, so the fans that are listening, if you go to my – I'm happy I did this before the the Monday Night Football game because then things got very serious so I could have some fun on Monday afternoon. so bad on Twitter. Uh, Well, that's okay. I I, I did CC you on it, but the salsa dance. Oh, yeah, I love it. Look at the (laughs) team. Dude, you and Howard's reaction in the back (laughs) is my favorite part of the whole video. And you could barely see Lance in the middle. He's like his little head's popping up in between you guys. It's very, very funny. I I'm love so it. excited for that. And I have a uh, our, our editor here, Rob Browning, took some extra time out of his day and did like a 
he like put music to it and did like nice. graphics. I'm gonna and check moves. it out. I gotta check it oh, out. Oh, I haven't I put that one up yet. That yeah, one okay. I'm saving. He's it. saving it. I think I'm saving that for next week when the Giants are in the playoffs, and I'll put that one up. I think that's kind of my feel, and they're getting ready for the Playoff Vikings. Mood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it'll be something like that. I'm, I have to figure out figure out the proper time to unveil it. And Detino has not complained about this. He also has not mentioned it to me, but he has not complained about it. So I'll take that as a win. All right, let's go to uh, Scotty in New Mexico. Scott, what's up, dude? Hey guys, how you doing today? What's up? Uh, first thing on Demar Hamlin, uh, my cousin is one of the top heart specialists in Kansas City, and he said uh, what he what Demar has accomplished, the cognitive skills where he's reacting and his brain is reacting and he can lift his arms and things like that, is truly remarkable. So I'm really happy uh, that he's showing the kind of progress that uh, really I didn't think he was going to, but uh, I'm really happy for the guy. Uh, the question I have for you guys, uh, I'm going to leave it up to the coaches who's going to play and who's not going to play. Uh, they've done a good job all year in, in that regard. One unsung player, if he, most inspired player, I was watching something on Giants um, podcasts, and I saw the story on Nick Gates and what he went through. And if there's an unsung player in the, you know, on the Giants team, he has to be it because what, what he went through to get to where he is is also pretty remarkable. Yeah, and by the way, he might end up starting at center this week because uh, John Feliciano mispracticed yesterday with the back. And oh, they'll right. probably rest the, you know, we're talking about the healthy guys. They're probably going to rest all the guys that are banged up. Like yeah. Leonard Williams right. not going to play, yeah. Feliciano not going to play, Ojolari not going to play. Right. So I imagine they're going to start Bredesen left guard. They'll let Gates play center. So he should have a chance to start center this week. That'll be good. great. Yeah. Yeah. My main question is the only one really I have uh, concerns Daniel Jones yeah. and the long term contract versus a franchise tag. No boy. I, I wanted to get um, either of your opinions on this. How about both I of us? Does he, that work? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he's earned a long-term contract in, in my eyes uh, based on his accomplishment this year. Whether they franchise tag is obviously going to be up to the general manager or not. I know there's a franchise tag and a non-exclusive franchise tag where a team can he can go out in the free market and somebody can match and the Giants can match. But uh, I think if he takes a long-term contract, if they work the terms out, do you see a salary north of $50 million a year? Because uh, that's probably going to be the current rate. There's only about 10 quarterbacks. No, 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 that, Scott. That I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you're looking at 50-plus. No, I don't. Okay. Definitely not. Um, and I, I think that's why the friend – I mean, again, again, I'm not – talking about people other people's money here or anything like that but sure. you know i think that right now is reserved for the patrick Mahomeses and yeah. the josh allens and the lamar like lamar could lamar get into the 50 million dollar yeah, range he sure he could absolutely <laughs> that that's very possible i don't think okay. daniel you know but those guys all have been an mvp conversation right and daniel one hasn't gotten right and daniel hasn't quite gotten there yet scott so the way i kind of look at it okay i think and i'll just talk in broad strokes without talking about specific dollar values okay I think for Daniel to agree to a long-term contract, it's going to have to be for a little bit more, right? And the Giants would probably say, all right, well, we'd rather sign you maybe on a short-term deal, make sure you can continue on the path that you're on, and then we'll reward you for with a bigger money long-term contract later on, which is why that franchise tag could be a good placeholder to see how he does next year, assuming they put some better talent around him, right? You get a better feel for exactly what he would be in a better situation. Then you would feel more confident about getting into that high-end quarterback market on a long-term deal. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. I don't know how the Giants and him are looking at it. But, it, look, it, 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 it's going to be a negotiation here, Jonathan. And 
you know, obviously the Giants would love, oh, this is a team-friendly long-term deal. We lock him in at a good number. Well, why would Daniel Jones want to do that? Yeah. I know Daniel Jones wants, oh, I want all the money for all these years. And Giants don't know right. I want to do that. So they're going to have to figure out something in between there. Right. And, you know, this is how okay. I look at it, too, because— Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the call. Okay. You bring up a, he brings up an interesting point about the, the franchise tag. Look, if Daniel Jones get franchise tag, right, and he stays healthy next year— and the Giants give him a number one receiver, a big dog at receiver. His numbers are going to go up tremendously. Right. And the Giants will be a better team. I think the second year under a head coach that actually knows what he's doing is going to be better for everybody involved. So I think if they do franchise him this year, which I don't know that number, but it'll be the average of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL so for a one-year deal. The exclusive, this is the exclusive franchise tag where nobody can negotiate with you, right? That's going to be, I believe, at around $45 million for a quarterback. So that's what Lamar Jackson's going to get right. because the Ravens don't want him talking to anybody, right? right? The non-exclusive franchise tag, which, you know, you get the two first-round picks if somebody signs them, but it's still the franchise tag, right? You have a chance to match. That comes in only at $32 million. That sounds more likely to happen. That sounds – would, would a team give up two first-round picks no. and give all the money? I, I think that's unlikely. Right. So, so you could keep Daniel Jones for – I guess thirteen million dollars less than the exclusive franchise tag. Correct. I think thirty-two is is the number we would be yeah, discussing but in then, that situation. But then you give you give them another opportunity with the, a little bit of a better team because I think the Giants will be better next year with maybe that number one receiver that could be a top five, top ten receiver in the NFL and see what he does. And then you'll be so happy to pay Daniel Jones. Forty-five, fifty million dollars a year if he throws for four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, and has less than ten interceptions, which I think he's capable of doing with the offense that the Giants need. The Giants need to protect him a little bit better. Evan Neal has to be better next year, and then also you got to have that number one wide receiver. And I'm talking about a dog, a Justin Jefferson, a Devontae Adams, a dog at wide receiver. Yeah, I agree. And look, I think. That's why, in the end, that's what might make sense here, you know, because Daniel would want a chance to earn more money long term by having another year with better things around him. And, you know, the Giants, do you want to throw that high end quarterback deal with a guy that has, what, 15 touchdowns this year, whatever it is? So yeah. I get it. I think yeah. I think there's a way to work this out. And I said this when people kept asking me, is Aaron Judge coming back to the Yankees? And this is always my, my stock line. Aaron Judge wanted to be a Yankee. The Yankees wanted Aaron Judge to be a Yankee. When that's the case and both sides want to make a deal, They'll usually figure out a way to make a deal. Yeah. Whatever it ends up being and whatever shape it's going to look like, I have no idea. I'm yeah. not going to try to prescribe that to, to, to both sides. They'll get together. They'll figure out what's best moving forward both ways. But the good news is that the Giants cannot lose the player. If the Giants yeah, right. want Daniel Jones here next year, Daniel Jones is going to be here. And just some, not, I don't want to get, you know, we have a game to play this week, so I don't get go too far into this. But just to give people an understanding of what the non exclusive franchise tag is, okay? The amount of the one-year deal is determined by a formula that includes the salary cap numbers, non-exclusive franchise salaries at the player's position for the previous five years, okay? You kind of put that all together, you get an average number, all right? The player is free to negotiate with other teams. If he signs an offer sheet with another team, his current team is five days to match the offer. So you can still not lose the player, right. all right? You basically have control of the player. If the offer is not matched, the player's previous team will receive two first-round picks as, compensa as compensation for the team that signed the player. As is the case with the exclusive franchise tag, July 15th represents the deadline for a multi-year agreement. 
And due to the attached compensatory picks, the non-exclusive franchise tag is generally sufficient for free agents. Few rival suitors are willing to give up multiple first-rounders in order to sign a free agent to a lucrative deal. So there's not much risk for a team to give up exclusive negotiation. Yeah. Right. So, And, and then when you look at what Denver did and, and the decision that they made and the, the picks that they gave up to, uh, to, to get uh, Russell Wilson, I think everybody's going to be like, okay, let's slow down with trying to throw draft picks at a quarterback who well, we have a, some questions about. Yeah, my, my theory always in free agency and the way you work these off seasons, I don't want to <clears> have to give up something and then pay the guy too. Like yes. if I'm just going to pay the guy, okay. If I'm just going to trade the guy and he already has a contract, okay. I don't want to give up assets and then pay the guy too. You know, that's that can get very, very pricey and prohibitive but, to growing your team. And we don't really know Daniel Jones' mindset either. No, I, no idea. Daniel Jones might be willing to take a team-friendly deal to go ahead and bring in somebody else at wide receiver or yeah. have the money to pay people. I don't know Daniel Jones like that. Like, look, he might be able to do that just like Tom Brady did. Tom Brady, for a very long time, took – very team-friendly deals now, for the Patriots for a very long time. That was after he had already made a lot of money, though, too. Right, right, right. But but still, though, like, no, you know, 100%. like— I have no idea how this is going to I don't out. know how this is going to play out. I no. don't know what Daniel Jones' mindset is. You know, does he have the mindset of Lamar Jackson, who we know Lamar Jackson wants that money. Lamar Jackson's willing to bet on himself. Seems like he wants guaranteed money too. By yeah, the way, that's and, kind of he, look, he, he seems like he wants to go kind of that. He that, deserves it. He kind of wants to go that Kirk Cousins and, route, and, and right? He, and he deserves it, right? But then you look at you look but at Daniel also, Jones. There's also risk to that too, right? If you 100%. get hurt, then you can then you're sunk. Yeah, for sure. But that's why I see like what you're talking about the non-exclusive franchise tag actually makes a little bit of sense from the things I was hearing. Daniel Jones right now, fifty million dollars a year doesn't make sense. I feel like that. I don't think that makes sense. That makes a little bit more sense to me than the things I've been hearing because that kind of secures him here because nobody's going to give up two first-round draft picks for Daniel Jones. Not right now. Maybe next year if he lights it up, which I feel like he can do. I feel like Daniel Jones has improved so much for me this year. He had the right coaches around him to basically, you know, get rid of his mistakes, get rid of the things that we saw that he was doing, you know, not well. Somebody has to teach him how to slide a little bit better and get out of bounds <laughs> a little bit faster. That's something I've been talking about for the last four years, and I still feel like he needs to work on that. But besides that, Schnauke, he's improved in every single area at the quarterback position. Yeah, I hope I didn't open up Pandora's box on that. We can try to stake on the <laughs> playoff thing here. But we got a game what? this weekend. Dude, we're going to have – is that all that franchise taking free agents until March? We're gonna have like two and a half months to talk about yeah, that in the offseason. Sure. Yep. Hopefully less than that if they keep moving ahead in the playoffs. This that would be true. nice. Yep. Uh let's go to Len in Columbia, Maryland. He's up next. Hello, Len. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Howdy. Good. Hey, listen, good to see you guys on Sunday. I always enjoy yeah, visiting. It's good to see you too, Len. The boy, yeah, yeah. Um well continued um prayers and if you're not inclined, at least good thoughts. Um on the very happy to hear that uh, things are turning in the right way here. Um, you know, just a just a thought on this whole thing. Um, you, you talked a little bit about the freakiness of the injury uh, a little earlier in the show, and I I, I keep coming back. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. I feel badly for the guy, but I've been thinking about the game itself. The, the disparity in size, height, weight, strength. I hate to say conditioning because these guys are all in great condition, but you got you got some big men in very, very good condition. Um, but it's it's just a disparity. I, I, I mean, DeMar probably weighed 20 pounds less than Higgins. 
Yeah, it's only 20. It could be a lot worse. He could have hit an offensive lineman coming downhill on his rear Well, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There isn't the frustrating part of this is there isn't, there isn't much you can do about this. I mean, you can't establish weight yeah. classes like you do in boxing. Well, Len, Len, uh, Len here's the thing. And, and look, I'm, I'm, you're, you're obviously older than I am. John's a, a, a little bit younger than I am. But I think we've all learned over the course of our lives, there are just things that you can't control. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, and I can't use the word. But yeah. stuff happens, like, yeah. and yeah, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. Yeah. You can't control it. Stuff yeah, yeah. happens, and sometimes it's yeah. horrible things like this. But yeah, it, that, well, that, 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 it, that's the it, world. But you would have to admit, you would have to admit it gets frustrating. All right, oh, of let's, course. Let's, uh, let's let's move on to some other things. Oh, great win on Sunday! It's just great Absolutely. to be there. Uh, terrific atmosphere. Um, I mean, we're back in the playoffs. Holy cow! I mean, that's great. That's great. Were you um, chanting Daniel Jones into the game one? I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that, John. I said, were you chanting Daniel Jones at the end of the game? Yeah, yes. Nice, very Absolutely. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. I mean, I love, you know, love the guy. Um, you know, before the season started, uh, I think my thoughts expressed on this show was um, he's got to stay healthy and he's got to lead us somewhere. And, uh, you know, I was alluding to the playoffs and, here we are. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a playoff quarterback. You can't take that away. Hey, from Len, him. here's the thing. Look, he's done enough to at least earn himself another year as the Giants starter. Maybe oh, more. Yeah. Maybe more. Mm-hmm. And we'll. Yeah. And, and now this is a business thing. This is no longer going to be a football yeah. thing. Yeah. This is now right. a business thing. And that's right. I, and I'm I'm not getting in the middle yeah. of that. <laughs> you, you know, and I'm happy it worked out for the guy. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know him, so I'm not saying you know he's a he's a nice guy or whatever. But I'm just happy it worked out, and I think for the main reason. Um, I've been through this for for so long over the years and been through these years of, you know, real distress back in the 70s and even before that. Um, I, I just didn't – I don't want to start over again, John. No, I don't know if I could deal with starting over again. So I am so happy <laughs> that it appears that this is going to work out. And, and by the way, and, and Len, just real quickly to, to Scott's point before I just brought it up, there's only one quarterback with an average year dollar value of $50 million. Yeah. That's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, That's and he's won yeah, yeah. MVP right. how many times? Correct, right. and there are, <clears throat> looks like, eight of 40 or more, and that's Stafford. Derek Carr, and that's a non-guaranteed $40 million, by the way. Yeah. Josh Allen, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. We could talk about that contract all you want. Kyler Murray, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. So those are the guys that are all between 40 and 50. Go ahead, Len. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I, but, well let, me, let me add to that and to something that you guys, again, alluded to a little earlier. Um, also, Dak Prescott. This, this, this is going to work out. This is going to work out. Both sides see something in this relationship. And it's we're going to get this guy on the contract. Uh, it may be short term. Maybe it's going to be longer than that. Who knows? But I, he's going to be the quarterback for the foreseeable future with the Giants. They're going to work. Yeah, this out. I would be hey, John, drop dead, fall out of this chair, surprised if Daniel Jones oh God, is not yeah. the starter oh, oh, week yeah. one next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, question, question for Jonathan. You said earlier that um, you know you weren't in this. You're, you're not on this roster now, obviously. So you don't know, you know, how you might feel going into Sunday's Sunday's game, a game like that. But you were on the roster, Jonathan, on January 1, 2017, when the Giants went to FedEx Field in Washington week 16 of the season, or game 16 of the season, excuse me, and beat the Redskins. We had locked up a playoff spot. Um, The Redskins were fighting for a wild card. 
and we knocked off our division rival with Eli playing the whole game, Casillas playing the whole game. Beckham may have been the only one that rested a little bit in the second half, if I remember well, correctly. I will bring up the snap counts here. Let's see. I got the game in front of me here. Okay. Yeah, it looked like everyone played the whole game. Beckham, I do not see. He played 67% of the snaps. Everyone else yeah, looks they, like they played their normal amount. Yeah, I yes. think in the fourth in the fourth quarter, I'm they, they did rest. He played up to that point. I, you got the thing in front of you. I think he had like four or five catchers. But he played... Yeah, but the point was, uh, Jonathan, you were you were on the field. I mean, look, you you play, you play the players that give you your best. It's a profession. You play your players that give you the best chance to win. If the doctor says a guy can play on Sunday, I want the guy to play. And we're rolling along at high efficiency. I mean, we can get into some other things. No, let I'll just say I that very quickly. You're, you're okay doing that, right. even if it means that there's a chance your quarterback gets rolled up. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. That Fair could enough. happen. I mean, like you, you know, three minutes ago we were talking about <laughs> stuff happens. No, you're right. Stuff you're right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm willing to. T- I'm, I'm willing to take that risk. Uh, you know, you start talking about division rivals and what they've done to us in the past and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 all of the above, all of the Damn above. Tie. Jeez. You know, I, I mean, I, I just want my, <laughs> I, you know, I never felt, Jonathan, I, I, you know, I, I felt pretty proud that day walking out of FedEx. Yeah. It didn't mean anything to us, but you guys went out there and played hard. Your best players on the field and you played hard, and you knocked off a division rival and knocked them out of the playoffs. Uh, you know, bad things happen the next week, but I don't think that has anything to do with Eli or anybody. You know, Odell going to Florida, whatever the heck happened. Don't bring don't that think, up to John. I don't think that Green Bay game, <laughs> I don't think anything, I don't think the Redskin game, the Redskin games or any of that, no. any of that other junk no, no, no. Had, anything to do, had anything to do with the Packers beating us in that first round of the playoffs. So, uh, I'm looking for my I'm, I'm looking for my guys to get on the field. Uh, I mean, if the if the doc says this guy can play, let's get out there and play the Eagles. Give yourself the best chance to win against the Eagles. Cool. Hey, I'm a, I, listen. I'm a, this morning. Um, you know, I'm feeling good about Demar, but but man, I'm feeling good about the Giants. This is just, should. just terrific. Thank you, Len. Just terrific. Let's go. Hey, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Help me man. out, Jonathan. I know your memory stinks, and you've professed that. And I'm having a mental fart. This is only six years ago. I sure remember this. Linebacker Kay Robinson? Uh, Keith? No, Keenan. Keenan, that's he right. Came from, he came from the, uh, that's the right. formerly known Redskins right. team. I, I totally can I say that? I can still say that a formerly because they, they were the Redskins when yes, I played them. They back were, then. yes. But but look, I hear. I we hear, should probably avoid saying as much as we can. Right, right, right. You have to. You have to. Okay. <laughs> um. Look, I I hear what he's saying, but look, I think it's a little bit different situation here. Why is that? You know, because look, you got a quarterback who doesn't understand how to get down and not take hits. <laughs> you have a solid backup quarterback in Tyrod Taylor that knows this offense that'll be able to move the ball around. You know what I mean? And I think he's gonna do a good job if he does play and Daniel Jones doesn't play. And and you know when and when I look at it, look, it's they, when you look at Dayball. Dayball's a first year head coach. Dayball hasn't gotten beaten by the Eagles for the last 10 years. He hasn't gotten beaten by the Cowboys for the last 10 years. Like, you know, he's this is his first year. I think all he is worried about is the playoffs. 
He doesn't said that. He always talks about playing this week, but you have to. You have to. If you punch your ticket in and you're sitting at the number six seed and you know you're not moving, you have to consider not playing your guys this week. That's something that you have to consider, especially when you got a banged up roster and the roster is getting healthy. The, the Eagles roster is not getting healthy. The Giants roster is. In the middle of the season, we talked about them going up and down because of injuries. A lot of injuries that happen. Everyone knows that. So you got to know that Dayball understands that. That yeah. that is huge. And you don't want anybody to go down. The Giants don't have a lot of depth. But they do have some really talented players. And I think Daniel Jones has made these receivers a lot better. I think Hodges is doing a great job. Richie James, if he doesn't fumble, if he doesn't drop these passes, Richie Jones is having a Richie James. Richie James having a great year sure. as a young receiver in the NFL. He looks explosive when he catches passes. He can get open. He can catch some tough passes when I guess when he's focused on catching them. And then, of course, you have one of the best running backs in the league in Saquon Barkley, who's going for his career high in rushing yards this year. And people were like, oh, his rookie year was so much better. Was it really besides the catches? He's having a tremendous year this year. Yes, it's been up and down, but also the the health of the offensive well, he, line. He's doing it for a winning team. That's a little bit different, yeah, too. Yeah, and you're getting a lot more efficiency out of your quarterback. You know, these guys are going three or four drives and are having 21 points. Yeah. 24 points after on a, in the first half in a defensive touchdown. They're not doing they wasn't doing that in years past. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike in the BK. He wants to talk about the Eagles matchup. Mike, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How's it going? All right. Um, am I mistaken? The interview or the press conference right after the victory um, Sunday – uh, I could have sworn Coach Dable said he was going to play his starters no, on Sunday. he did not say that. He said, we'll see. He did say, we'll see? Uh, okay, I was, I'm, 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 I'm mistaken. Oh, no, you know what, Mike, I know what it is. Somebody and some fan took a quote he had out of context in that, in that little press conference where okay. they, the way he said it um, was basically that – you know, he was asked, "Are there any thoughts to resting guys next week?" And he said, "No, there are no thoughts to that." And then he said, "I'm going to make that decision later in the week." But the quote that got put up was just, "No, I haven't put any thought into that," right. which made people think that no, he's not going to rest gonna guy; rest he's going to play. Which is not so. True. If you look correct, if you look at the full context of the quote, he was basically saying, "No, I haven't given any thought. I haven't made my decision. Not I haven't given a thought. I'm going to play everybody." 
Okay, that makes sense. I mean, because the game was 10 minutes over, and they were asking him questions about what he's doing next week. Yeah, you have to ask the question, but yeah, exactly. There, there was no way Dable was going to tell you what he was going to do on Sunday afternoon. Zero, zero percent chance. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's up with Dane Belton? I haven't seen him or heard anything from him. Is uh, Landon, Landon Collins being back kind of, uh, um, you know, taking snaps away from him? Or Well, yeah, I mean, Jay, Jason, Jason Pinnock jumped him on the depth chart first after yep. McKinney got hurt, and then the, the Tony Jefferson-Landon Collins and, and situation back. is the other. And, and now McKinney's, McKinney's back, back and Landon's back. And yeah, they're both so, playing at a very high level. So he's basically right now safety number, and again, I don't know how you want to qualify. Jefferson and Collins are kind of in that hybrid position, yeah. right? But if you want to count them as safeties, I mean, Belton's basically safety number six. Really? Is that far? McKinney, wow. Love, Pinnock, Jefferson, Collins. Wow. Whoa. That, hey. That's why he was inactive last week, because you can't carry is. six yeah. safeties on your 47. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've had um, you know, a lot of rookies uh, contribute this year. We still had a lot of rookies get hurt, uh, season-ending injuries, which will be a bonus for next year if they all, you know, recuperate uh, well. So um, that's something to look forward to, hopefully. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is um, Kayvon Thibodeau. He's got four sacks. Two of them are untouched to the quarterback. And I'm just – I'm still trying to figure out what the hell they were thinking? I mean, I mean, he knocked. Um, well, he got the, the Heineke sack, and uh, and then he knocked Foles out of the game. He he went unimpeded to the to the quarterback. I know, John, you've been talking about this. Um, was it a bad call? Uh, did the center screw up? A protection? What do you think it was? Well, I think Jonathan's the best yeah. one to talk about how the defense's formation can kind of mess protections up. Go that's ahead. A, but that's exactly what it is. They mess the protection up because at the end of the day, no matter who's around the line of scrimmage, you got to block the four down linemen. You know, you don't not block the four down linemen. Yes. Somebody slid the wrong way. Thibodeau has to be accounted <clears throat> for. Yes, a hundred percent. And 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 what? But the thing is, this is the thing about uh, Wink's defense. Wink start bringing guys around that that defensive line. He brings in linebackers. He brings in landing They're all Collins. Standing up. They're all moving around, and that confuses guys. Sometimes there's miscommunication, and maybe that running back was supposed to block a cross, and he never got that call. Maybe he released and didn't stay in, or the quarterback didn't get the call, and he and he is free. And you're supposed to get the ball out right away, but he and he doesn't. There's a lot of things that go into it, but just know if a defensive lineman is running free, somebody messed up. Somebody messed I got up. You. There's, yeah, there's somebody you. messed up. A, free, a DB free? That's a little bit different. Yeah, like last that week. That might be a numbers game. You had Thibodeau and McLeod both unblocked yep. on the same side. That's a mess that's up. That's a mess up. That's a mental <laughs> error. That's a yeah, that's somebody's true. getting chewed out on the sideline. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That, that, can I have uh, just one more point? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. John, um, you did a um, a huddle with Rick, Richie James a while ago. I haven't called since back. Yeah, that was back. like either end of September or beginning of October, something like that. Yeah, that I think that was one of your best efforts. Thank you. Um, no, you didn't. You you didn't give it. You didn't give up on questioning. He would. You were asking like, what's the mentality of you know being a being a punt returner? And he would say, you know, he wouldn't really answer the question. You finally got him to say. Hey, you got to be a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, he did say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that was his final answer, and it was great. And and Jonathan, um, your your time with the Giants, I love watching you play. You like a 
I mean, I'm a, a military guy. To me, you were like a heat seeking missile going, <laughs> going after the ball carrier. And uh, I appreciate the way you play. Guys, have a great day. Thank I you, Mike. You time. too. Appreciate Thank it. you, Mike. Appreciate I, you. I love the T-shirt, by the way, today. Thank you, man. Very cool. I did it. It's mine. I made it in my house. Wait, did you really? Yeah, Jersey Boys. It's like baby. old school, but yeah. it's like part DBC. anime with it's like DBC. the haircuts yeah. and stuff. Like it's it's good. Yeah, a little Boondock Saints in there. Yeah, too, yeah, with the, with yeah, the black suits. yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, yeah, very I, do good. It. I love I love doing stuff like that. I, I'm a creative, you know. I kind of forgot way, that you, after a while. You're definitely showing your age with the Boondock Saints reference. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Nah, I'm 35, bro. I've been retired five years. I love Boondock Saints. I've been retired five years. People. 2000 and like one or two or something I don't something know. You like know my mind. remember that. You know? <laughs> but look. <clears throat> look it up, Pearson. Boondock Saints. Schmelke, I agree with him. You do, you do. 99. There you go. He said you did a great job, but you always do a good job, Schmelke. Oh, I appreciate that. You always that. do a good I job. Try. Now, I remember. You, I love when that I'm, he said your best effort. Right, your best effort. <laughs> I saw hey, Pearson, Pearson laughing. Oh, I saw Pearson, Pearson laughing. the only thing you can do you is. You try is, so hard. Man. All you can do is put effort forward. That's all that's you can do. That's, that's, that's all you can control but your you, own effort. You, you guys do a good job. You know, that's why I was so willing and, and happy that you guys invited me to do this show. And then now that we got the video now, which is awesome, you know, and then even Paul Dettino, me and him sit together, watch the games early, and Lance Meadow. You know, now that I'm getting to know all you guys, but I knew you guys just on the other side of it. I was a player. You guys are doing media, well, and I, I was always willing and, and, and happy oh, to you talk were great. to you. I still remember when we hired Joe Judge. This was after you retired, and we had brought you on for like an hour just talking about. I was Judge excited. Came no, it was a great interview. It was fantastic. It was one of my favorite interviews that off season. Yeah, so yeah. when I found when I heard you wanted to come back, I was very excited. Yeah, man, I'm it's glad been, I'm here. It's been yeah. good having it's you. It's good man. talking to the to the to the fans too when they call in. That's the interesting thing that I've never <clears throat> excuse me that I've never been able to do before. Yeah, is talk to the fans hey, look, online. And here's the thing, like there's a million giant podcasts out there, all the guys do a great job, but this is one of the few shows where you actually the fans can call right. in yep. and talk to us. So we like to we got two more calls. Charlie, I'm gonna give you time at the end. I know you want to talk about Daniel Jones. Let's have a reasonable, calm conversation and go back and forth on it. In the meantime, Randy in California will be our final regular caller. Randy, what's going on? <laughs> Not Charlie again. Oh, <laughs> here we go. But, 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 hey Randy, I put you ahead of him, so you're welcome. Yeah, I've been listening to that before the draft on Charlie this and Charlie that. Come on, give everybody a break. They're doing the best they can. No, honestly, you know, Randy, Charlie you, hasn't been calling up nearly as much this season. I actually give him credit for that. He's actually backed off on the calls a little bit. Well, yeah, no, this was last season, though, too. I was listening to it the last two years, you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And that, I'm like, man. oh, my God. But my, my dilemma was my wife asked me if I wanted a jersey for Christmas Ooh. this year. And, and I go – uh, does the kicker count, or you know how it says any name here, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's hard to pick a jersey anymore because you never know if a person's going to stay on a team like Eli, uh, Pepper Johnson, uh, you know, Carl Banks. Um, you know, I go all the way back to Phil Sims and uh, Mark Bavar. Yeah, Randy, if you have some right? patience, here's the beauty. If you have some patience. Yeah. You, uh -huh. The next two off seasons, a bunch of guys that have contracts are going to come up, and they're either going to get re-signed or they're going to leave. Once they sign that right. like four or five multi-year yeah. deal, you're good for at least two, three years. Go get the jersey. Yeah, that's fine. Like, for sure. like if the Giants extend Dexter Lawrence this off season or something like that, yeah, go get the jersey. But for, you know, for guys heading into free agency, you never know. I would lay low until they get that long-term contract. Or if you want to draft them like you, the year they're drafted, you usually get four right. or five years out of that. Top, that's not bad. Top draft picks. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, but do you think do you think Thibodeau's Jersey would be worth buying. Do you think he's going to be, you know, that long term? I think uh, he's the one you should buy. I think if there was somebody okay. from the rookie class, you, you buy. Should, you buy his, unless you're a big offensive line guy and you want to go Evan Neal. I'd be okay yeah. with that too. Right, right, right. I definitely would go Kayvon yeah, a little bit more. The number five looks pretty sweet. 
The number five looks yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't want to see him. Yeah. Right. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him five years down the road. All of a sudden, wearing an Eagles jersey or something like that. <laughs> I'll have to burn it. Randy, I have I have given up predicting the future, my friend. I've given up. I'm not. Who knows? Oh, man, I would funny. have to burn the jersey. I'm sorry, but it would be torched day one. That's that. Look, we're, I'm not opposed anyway. to that too, especially if it's an Eagles jersey. Like I'm okay with that. Oh, I'm God. okay with you doing that. I'll help you do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, bless you, brothers. I appreciate you guys out there for us, and uh, go blue. Let's see if we can. Uh, these make some noise and make somebody have a really bad headache by the time we're done with them. Right? <laughs> I like it. Way to represent Big Blue on the West Coast, Randy. Appreciate the call, man. All right, Charlie. Go ahead. Stay calm, please. What do you got? Charlie? Charlie? Going once. Charlie going twice. Charlie. All right, Charlie. It's like we lost you. We didn't cut you off. Oh, there he goes. But give us a call back, and we will make sure we put you on. There's Mr. Dial Tone. And uh, we will get you on if you call right back here before we wrap up the show. We have a couple minutes, though, so you better call Only quick or we could left. have some trouble. Oh, phone's ringing. There we go. I bet you that's probably Charlie. I'm just going to vamp here until Pearson tells me that's Charlie, and then we're going to go to Charlie in Portland, Maine, and he joins us on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Charlie, welcome back. Hey, John. Hey, John. Is it possible you've lost more hair now that I'm watching you on video? I didn't have. I didn't have, like I didn't have much. Well, I mean, now, now look. Is that how you start this conversation? Now, now last night, I'm not sensitive about this. It's fine. Now, last night, I, I did. Shave my head. So, yes, I do have a lot oh, less hair okay. than I had yesterday, yes. <laughs> That's why. Well, Charlie, if I let it, it grow out, I, I, look like the, I look like Professor Wiley <laughs> from Sonic the Hedgehog with, like, the hair coming out the sides. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's Mega and, Man, and Professor J- Wiley, sorry. JC, are you wearing a hat because uh, something's going on up there, too? No, nah, I'm good. You know, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I, am, I am getting a little light. I am getting a little light up front, but hey, I got a great barber. Yeah, tiny, relax. He takes relax. care of me. And I'm good. Look, it's all intact here. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I got a great barber. My barber really takes care of me. I heard you brought your barber in before the TV show a couple weeks ago. It was on on Christmas. Look at you big time. Holy (laughs) cow. I mean, I I was going to be on TV. I had a nice suit. I think it was the the, the, the Christmas ugly sweater on. But, you know, I'm on TV. I got to make myself look good. Very impressive. You know what I mean? Big time. And I don't want nobody talking about my hairline like Charlie. You know what I mean? All right, Charlie. Say your piece. What do you you got? You make... You should make a T-shirt saying Chaz the Great. I, I love it. No, I don't know. <laughs> hey, look, I just, wa- I just wanted to say I agree with JC. Uh, I wouldn't play Jones. <clears throat> and the reason why is why take the chance? The guy has never, ever played in a year that he hasn't missed games. So you're going to take a chance on the last game of the year that this guy could get injured? Wait, and the Charlie, other thing is, hold on. You want now? You want? I figured you would have been like play Jones, so you could then he gets hurt, and he could play Tyrod in the playoffs. The way you talk about the damn thing, I thought you'd be rooting for that. You, you crazy son of a gun. <laughs> no, well, because Philadelphia's defense is really mad, really mad. Oh, and by the way, they and, and Charlie, well. yeah, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I never have you ever yeah. seen a team get more than six sacks six weeks in a row, JC? They've had more than six sacks six straight weeks. That's insane. Damn, I didn't know that. I looked that up the other day. Wait, is it five or six straight weeks? It is, sorry, five straight weeks. They've had six or more sacks. And they're they're mad because they felt they didn't play well. They'll be this way. They have 32 sacks in five weeks. The Giants have 38 sacks this year. (laughs) 
Wow, I, I didn't know that number. That is a wow. crazy that, stat. But yeah, that that makes you, that makes me believe would, that they're not going to play Daniel Jones. Uh, and you know what, Charlie? I should have brought that up earlier in the show because I did have that in my holster today, yeah. ready to go. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. not yeah, good. I, that's yeah. why. No. I, that's why I wouldn't play him. And the other reason is I want to see Tyrod Taylor, TNT, <laughs> Dynamite, actually play with the starters, most of the starters, and see what he can do. And I think it's crazy for them to play any of these guys because this game means absolutely zero. You know, Philly's going to beat us anyway. I mean, we lost to them 45 to whatever it was. And, you know, we're not going to beat them. And and we're playing in Philly, for God's sakes. I don't know. I just think uh, I hope Brian uh, has – I mean, I know what he's going to do. He's going to actually play them. And then when he sees Jones getting beat up, they'll – He'll take him out. I'm not sure. Honestly, it would not surprise me if, if Brian Dable rests guys this week. It wouldn't surprise me if he played him either. I honestly don't know what he's going to do. But the fact that yeah. he hasn't come out and said that these guys are all playing tells me that yeah. all these guys aren't playing. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm what saying? would happen? What would happen if you know uh, Thomas hurts his ankle again that he's had a problem with? Yeah, what would happen agreed. if Dex, Dex goes out? I mean. I'm not even talking about Joe. I'm talking about these two guys are really important. No, Charlie, so I think I'm, I think JC and I both generally agree with you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Which yeah. is frightening. Hey, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm very happy, Charlie. I, I, I honestly thought you were calling about like the, the, the Daniel Jones offseason contract. The fact you don't want to talk about well, that I'm makes me very happy. I'm not even talking about that. I wouldn't give him a buck. I wouldn't even give him a dollar. Hey, Charlie, Charlie, side bet? Are you ready for a side bet? <laughs> Go ahead. Side bet. Daniel Jones will get a larger per year contract than Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason. Oh wow, that's like not a big that's deal. A take right there. <laughs> I'm thinking Look, about. I, it. Think I don't know if I happen. disagree with that. No, it's it's. And you know what? I'm taking a chance because it's going to be close. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. close. Miss Charlie, hey. Miss Charlie, you love Jimmy G. That's why I brought it up. I figured you'd be all over that. I bet. know. But listen, hey, there's look, only I, a handful think, of quarterbacks, Charlie. Only a handful. And I might be talking about those top-tier guys that I would take over right. Daniel Jones right now. And it's not right. Derek Carr. I'm <laughs> yeah, telling you that right no, now. I, it's not him. He was like, you want Derek Carr? Yeah. No. I don't want Derek Carr. I want Daniel Jones. Uh, I think we've seen Derek hey. Carr in the league long enough that we know exactly what he is. Yeah, and I, I would, I would take here. His brother was here. They might have a favorability no, on the I court. would take that Daniel Jones over... <laughs> The guys who we think are the GOATs, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I would take Daniel Jones over both of those guys right now. Oh, yeah, for like the next five years? Yes. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. There's only like Mahomes, maybe maybe Josh Allen. Uh, do you want to do this? Do you I mean, do this? But, but like you look at the Jake list. Said, no, he doesn't want to do this. <laughs> I'll probably take hey, two of those guys over him. I think, uh, how, hey, about, how about Dak? No. Okay. Not Kirk. <laughs> In the beginning of the season, possibly Kirk. I mean, look, Dak's only thirty, and he and he and he's played at a very productive career. I think he's the guy yeah. But how many interceptions he got this year? No, a lot, hundred percent. How lot. many interceptions Daniel Jones got this year? Not a lot. And I just see Daniel Jones improvement. Yeah, because there's steady as much as improvement. Dak, for one, steady improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but his efficiency is a lot higher. Fifteen touchdowns. No, no, no. I but let's go back. Let's go back. For that. You check the numbers. How many passes does Dak Prescott have? Because Dak Prescott missed five games this year, and he's still leading the league in interceptions. His efficiency is not as high as a Daniel Jones. No, Dak has had a lot of interceptions. Yes, he has. He's like 15 or something 100% like that. 100% fair. There is no argument against that. Right, right. But I was going to say, look, if Jones's agent is any kind of agent, he's going to want the bag. He's going to check out free agency. And if the Giants give him a low-ball offer, he's gone. He's gone. My prediction is Well, Charlie, is that's to- why there's the franchise tag. <laughs> 
Well, I'm saying it. Yeah, but that's 32 million. I wouldn't give him that 32 Dude, million. Dude, anyway, Charlie, I hate to tell you. How about you trying to play your quarterback, Charlie? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, Charlie. When, when it comes to quarterbacks, one in a draft. 32 million ain't a lot, dude. Right, right. It ain't a lot. Not if you get one in the draft. It's a lot less expensive. Yeah, and 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 how right. many and how many really good quarterbacks will be around the pick twenty three or wherever the Giants are going right. to be picking? You move up. You move up and get your guy. If oh, yeah, they but, think you know, there's that, an elite you know, guy, really they're going to move up and get their guy, just like we did with Eli. And let me ask you something, Charlie. Why would a team like the 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 Texans or the Colts who need quarterbacks trade down to give you a <clears> chance to get that guy at, at the top of the draft? Oh, we might not have to trade with them. We could trade with Chicago. Yeah, but Charlie... They don't need one. Well, if you're trading with Chicago, then the top quarterback's already off the board, number one. And you don't think Chicago would rather trade down to five with the Colts than down to 23 with the Giants? (laughs) Not if they got a bag. Not if they got a bag of uh, draft choices. You know what they would do? Charlie, I'm sorry to say this, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate the but, But the Giants don't need a quarterback. They have one. The Giants have a quarterback. That is correct. There is other positions that they might need. I think a receiver is a good way to a good place to look. O line's a good place to look. Linebacker's a good place to look. Defensive back is a good place to look. But I think the Giants are set at quarterback for the next five years at least. At least. Especially if Daniel Jones can figure out how to slide and get out of bounds because he's just going to become more of a prolific passer if you have the right guys around him. Yeah, we can, we can have our quarterback ranking tiers show later but in the in the offseason. Look, but we yes. can go first tier. Daniel Jones might not be in that first tier. And, and the you first throw year Burrow we're talking Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Mahomes. Um, Maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers because of the body of work. Yeah. You know, the body of work. And he's, and he got the team to the playoffs this year. Yeah, but a lot of those legacy quarterbacks have now either retired or gotten old. Like, Drew Brees not in the league anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Matt Ryan's not what he used to be. Russell Wilson's The anomalies not, are Brady and Russell Rodgers. Wilson's not what he used to be. You know yes. what I mean? And Deshaun Watson, you know, he hasn't played football in two years. Right. So where does he go? I can't tell you that. But I, I would take over Watson, even regardless of the stuff that he did, but because he missed so much time, I would take Daniel Jones over him. Yeah, Bar. I mean, obviously Trevor Lawrence has a very bright future ahead of him the way he's playing. That, that'll be a guy who I'd be like, maybe because they're similar in age. I think Trevor Lawrence is a little bit younger. They're similar in age. You know, that younger quarterback, that tier of young quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, I'd be like, maybe I'll consider him over Daniel Jones. Maybe. But I'm telling you, it's not too many guys in this league I'm taking over Daniel Jones. Like, I take Daniel over Tua. Yes. I mean, especially with his injuries that, that, that's been going Herbert's on. Herbert's a guy I think you have in the top tier, obviously. Yeah, really I think good. he's up there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like there's five guys, possibly. There's 32 of them in the NFL, you know, starters. And I put Daniel Jones maybe as that, not that first tier, but the second tier, along with Dak Prescott. There you have it. JC, good stuff, man. I'll yeah, see man. you on Sunday. No doubt, or I'll baby. talk to you on Sunday, not see you, because you're not coming down to Philly. I know. For Pearson Butler, for Jonathan Casillas, I'm John Schmelk. Thanks for joining us on Big Blue Kickoff Live, and we'll be back tomorrow at 1230 for a final preview of the game. We'll see you then. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.